Hey alumni, welcome to InterVarsity World Changers, the podcast celebrating God's world-changing work in and through InterVarsity alumni like you. I'm your host, John Steele, and today we're talking with Matthew Kwan, a California State University Los Angeles alumnus. And Matthew is changing the world as a global communications manager with InterVarsity Link. Together, Matthew and his colleagues seek to engage college students with Jesus Christ by serving globally under local leadership to meet local needs using local means. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy Matthew's story. Matthew, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, so glad to have you here, Matthew. Um, you know, because of our, our conversation, you and I have, have chatted before. It was really exciting to hear some of the things that you're getting to do with Link uh, through InterVarsity. And I'm, I'm just really excited to hear more about that and to have you share some of those stories. Uh, before we do that, though, Matthew, would you just give us a quick introduction? Help us get to know who is Matthew? What's helpful to know about <laughs> you as we, as we chat together today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So first of all, I'm married. We have two kids, two daughters. I grew up here in Los Angeles, California. I've been born and raised here, still live here. Um, Love the city, love the environment and everything. Actually went to California State University, Los Angeles. Shout out to Golden Eagles. And uh, that's where I first got connected with InterVarsity. I just have have this, I grew up going to church, but I, um, yeah, it it was always God's always kind of been in the picture in some way or another, but um, yeah, kind of after college felt drawn and called into ministry of some sort. And so InterVarsity was, was the thing that came through. Um, I applied to so many different places, but InterVarsity was the thing that came through. So for the last 10 years, um, since 2013, um, I've been working with InterVarsity and it's been amazing. That's really awesome. That's awesome. I'm I'm just I'm in that same range. It was 2012, 2011, 2012 when I came on staff. So we're like we're like peer staff here, <laughs> Matthew. This is great. Get to talk to somebody that's that's, awesome. that's yeah. walked through a similar timeline. That's awesome, uh, Matthew. As you think about your your days on campus with InterVarsity in particular, is there like one memory or one story that stands out to you as like, oh gosh, this is the thing that just really sums up what my experience was like with InterVarsity as a student? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it was, I would probably have to pinpoint it to a conference that I had gone to. So okay, like I was, yeah, I was a freshman, um, first year. My, my whole goal was to transfer out of that school to a Christian college, go get my marriage and family therapy degree. And I had, I like, I had all my plans set, um, but God totally changed those plans. That first year I was on campus at Cal State LA, um, I met InterVarsity at a tabling club rush event. And like it, it just changed my life. I mean, the mm. one time that I could think of that really was pivotal was was at the end of the year, I was I was like, okay, InterVarsity people, I'm never gonna see you again. I'm I'm on my way out, I'm gonna transfer to another school. Um, and they were doing this thing called summer conference. And it was, it was one week at Catalina Island and the inner Chinese man in me was like, wow, this is amazing. They had like fundraised a lot. So it was like a hundred dollars for students to go for a week at this conference. And I was like, I'm a bargain person. Like this is a deal, like a hundred dollars for a week, (laughs) you get transportation, you get food, lodging activities. 
Heck I may yeah. not ever see you people again, but hey, I'm going to go for the trip. I've never been to Catalina Island. Here we go. So I'm here at this conference and the intern staff at the time, he and I were kind of paired up for accountability partners for the week. Um, and that relationship and those those key times were just so pivotal. Like, like I mean, in so many different ways, personally, spiritually, um, God was grabbing my attention through the conversations mm. that we were having accountability wise in community. This person was sharing things so deeply that I had never heard from anybody else before. And he was supposed to be my discipler. And I'm like, why are you confessing so much to me? Like, that's crazy. And then even just, yeah, the servant leadership that was modeled there. Mm. Um, there was just so much, there was, there's just so much in that relationship and that, that one week, um, spending time together that that was just so pivotal. And I think that changed the trajectory of my college career. I ended up, wow, really just, I I stayed at Cal State LA, graduated from Cal State LA. I didn't go to this Christian college. I think it was better for me to, to do that, um, looking back, but, um, so yeah, that was, was, I look back on, on that conference. I'm like, man, God really had his way. (laughs) No kidding. Wow. That's amazing. So, I mean, not only this, this like communal experience, connecting with another person in a really serious way, being sort of transformed in your own relationship with Jesus, but also very practically like changes your plans for not only the next year, but even like for your career moving forward, uh, that you have Mm -hmm. this one week with these people. And it's like, Oh, hang on a second. All these plans that I had, scrap them, start over. I'm sticking around and uh and I'm following Jesus here in this space. Uh wow. That's that's amazing and a great testament for anyone listening why continuing to support camps and conferences with InterVarsity is huge because those kinds of things happen and that and people like Matthew Kwan himself uh are are transformed and and change the trajectory of their whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. So, I mean, Matthew, you're already starting to speak to to one of one of the things that is foundational that we talk about when it comes to intervarsity world changers, and that is having a formative experience with intervarsity. That's one of the that's one of these foundational things, and clearly, that is something that's happened to you. Uh, and I'm sure that there are many other stories. If you would continue to think through that timeline with intervarsity, even on staff, ten years on staff, I'm sure that there's been a bunch of just really formative moments. Uh, but then we also look at someone that is growing in love for God, love for his word, love for his people of every ethnicity and culture, and love for his purposes in the world. And Matthew, so many of those things just ring true when I think about talking to somebody who's working with Link. And so that's what we're going to lean in today is, is your position with Link and the work that you're doing there. So Matthew, just to get started, can you help us get just a basic understanding for Link's ministry? Yeah, so InterVarsity as an organization, as a ministry um, in the United States is part of, is just one small branch of this large international network of college ministries connected together um, through the inter- International Fellowship of Evangelical Students, or IFES for short. Um, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a long name. So I, I like IFES. That's that's a nice uh, acronym there. So yeah, IFES at large in the United in in the world is is you know has college ministries in over two hundred different countries, 
And so what we get to do with University Link is to be the connection or the link <laughs> between <laughs> uh, University yes. in the U.S. and all these other um, partnering movements around the world. And so we, we kind of partner and support in a few different ways. One of the main ways mm. is sending staff to go and serve from the U.S., to serve in places around the world where there is need. Um, and so, yeah, there are over 200 open positions and locations where there are like, there's a need. Um, I know mm. where I grew up in Southern California here, you know, sometimes there's like two, three or more staff per campus. Um, and, and yes, there's a very concentrated area of like colleges and stuff like that here in Los Angeles. But in some parts of the world, it's like one staff for a whole country or a huge wow. geographic region. So there's like a huge, huge need um, around the world. So I love being able to be a part of Link and being able to just partner and together with God's global church in reaching college students. Wow, that's amazing. And I, I imagine that many alumni, probably without even realizing it, have been connected to well, all of them have been connected to IFES, whether or not they realize it, because InterVarsity is a part of IFES. Uh, right, but right, maybe right. even even more personally, like if your if your chapter had like a, a twinning campus or something that maybe you had a, in in another geographic location around the world in another country, or um, if you went to a camp or a conference and spent time each night like praying for uh, praying for another part of the world and a student movement there, um, maybe you sensed that. Like you said, maybe you had somebody on your campus that was sent to another place around the world, another country to serve for a while. Like I'm guessing that that alumni have a lot more connections to Link and IFES than what they might have realized. Right, right, right. For sure. I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, as a student, you know, kind of growing up in university, I had no idea that Link existed, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Yes. Um, and yeah, like those connections that you share, like, yeah, there's like, I had a chance to go on a GP, a global program to Ghana in West Africa. And, you know, these six week trips um, to another part of the world, like that is a part of the link IFES connection. And like you mentioned, even um, sometimes at large groups or conferences where there's like, um, there might be a, you mentioned a twinning relationship. I had no idea what a twinning relationship was like um, as a student <laughs> yeah. or even, even, even as an alum, like, but yeah, just seeing the the connection between like a, a university region and mm. a partnering IFES movement around the world. And there's like that cohesion. There's that, um, you pray for one another, you, you send updates and, and hear about what God's doing on those like alternate campuses and being able to, to provide offerings for and raising money for those um, partnering movements and things like that. So that's, that's just, yeah, small parts of, of what link does and how the impact is. Right. Yeah. So, so then Matthew, like how did you get connected to link in the first place and <laughs> tell us a little bit about what your role with link is? Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, I mentioned that I didn't know about like it's. I feel like it's God that like brought us together. Um, yeah, another story for another time. My wife and I like. I feel like that's another story of like God bringing us together. It's only it's only mm. God that could have brought us together. Um, yeah. So I mean, I was serving on campus with international students, um, and I was also part time doing um, seminary. So I was in seminary, getting my MDiv and okay. 
also working with students and I love the kind of balancing. I was like, some for a lot of folks, I could identify with them, like, you know, doing assignments and stuff. But yeah, as I was nearing the end of my seminary education, I was kind of thinking and exploring and, and back at that like crossroads um, of like, okay, what's next? Is there a next? I love doing college ministry, love working with international students. Is there a next step? Is it something with a church ministry? Is it something continuing with college ministry or is it something totally different? Um, so I was journeying and I was trying to discern with God, like, what, what is it? What's the next step? Um, and I just had this like growing desire uh, to equip and send others to do the work that I was doing with college students. I love working with college students, love the you know spiritual conversations, love the building rapport and just building community and genuine, like all those things that I shared about like the, the first experience that I had or the formative experience I had in InterVarsity, right? Like all of that, all of that. Um, I think for a lot of folks who have been a part of InterVarsity, a lot of the good things, right? That's, um, I wanted to reproduce that myself. And that's why I came on staff in the first place. But mm-hmm. then at this point, I really wanted to, to teach and train and send others to do that work. Um, and so I was like, okay, how do I do this? What does this look like? And I came across InterVarsity Link, this um, position, global communications manager. I read through it and I was like, oh, this actually looks like, this actually looks like something that, that I could do. Um, and I loved and so that was like a year and a half ago. And um, I've loved every single second of it. My role, um, I get to engage and teach others and have conversations about missions and cross-cultural mm. ministry. And um, I get to talk to so many different people that are considering like, or even, you know, having conversations with people who are considering overseas ministry or cross-cultural ministry and, and help them through that process. And, you know, for those that are like, okay, I'm ready. And they get to the point where like, yes, God's calling me there. I'm that person that I like, I just love being able to get people um, to that place where they can mm-hmm. just walk in confidence with God, that this is the purpose and the calling that, that, that they have for the next season. Um, so yeah, it looks a lot like just, getting to walk with people and say, Hey, how can we walk with God together? And, and is that journey with God, like moving you towards overseas cross-cultural ministry? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really, uh, that's really an interesting position to be in uh, that, you know, it feels very communal. It feels very hospitable, this sort of one ear to the Lord, one ear to this person and like walking through some of that process with them. And, and especially somebody that, that has a passion for, and has lots of experience of doing like international ministry, because you're working with international students on campus before, and you have some of those same passions and like helping other people kind of discern some of those experiences and like, man, is this where God's inviting me? Is this something that maybe I should really be considering, uh, as, as you think through some of those, um, some of those conversations or just other moments that you've gotten to have with your team or other stories that maybe you're hearing from the field of people who have said yes. Are there, are there any of those kind of stories you, that you can share with us of like, yeah, this was a really great moment of discernment, like this aha moment that I got to experience with somebody considering or, uh, or just here's some of the, the work that we're seeing done in the field and, and we get to be a part of it because of Link. Yeah. Um, a couple of things come to mind. 
as far as like discerning and things like that, I still kind of live. <laughs> I, like to be honest, um, since I've come on a year and a half ago or so, there's it's I've seen like the the on ramp for folks yeah. to like you know once they kind of s- learn about Link or even just entertain the idea of international overseas, like moving overseas and doing college campus ministry work in another culture in another language, you know, just a whole different context. The the on-ramp is like a lot longer, I, I realize. Okay, sure. Um, and so, you know, some people have been discerning for years. Um, wow. And some people, it's 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 a process. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not an easy, like, overnight thing. And I don't think it should be, really, to be honest. Like, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, there's a cost to count the cost. Um, mm. Like, someone like me, like, I love new experiences. I love, um, you know, I love exploring new cultures and things like that. But for, for some others, it, you know, like, you really do need to count the cost because you'll be living there overseas for at least a year, um, a year or two or more. Um, yeah, you know, and, and like everything from like temperature to there's just a lot of things that that you have to consider, right? Like travel, um, sounds, smells, all the things that you have to consider, um, you know, when you're moving overseas. So a lot of the discernment, um, it, it takes, it tends to take a little bit longer than like, oh, will you consider serving a college campus, you know, in your neighborhood that, that you graduated right. from. <laughs> you can still sleep in your own a, bed, <laughs> eat the foods right, that you're right. used to. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, I think like, just, I get excited though. Um, each person that I get to talk to, there's one person, like th- there's some folks that, um, I know Justin and Lydia Harris, they actually serve in France right now. Um, okay. and they, we're kind of in that long period of, okay, feel called to this, but it's, it's a longer on-ramp. You have to, you know, there's, there's, um, support raising, you're looking for ministry partners. Um, there's finances, there's setting up like just all the things like you're getting your visa, getting, you know, language acquisition, you're learning languages, you're, you're trying to get mm. acclimated to the culture even before you go. Cause you don't want to just like jump in cold Turkey. I mean, sometimes you might, but you, you want to be prepared a little bit to kind of hit the ground running a little bit. So you're not <laughs> yeah. just, you know, totally culture shocked out. Um, but yeah, they've, you know, they're in this journey and, um, they're in like the, the, link orientation incoming class that I was so there um they came on this like they were finally going onto the field and just to hear their story of like faithfulness through the years of mm-hmm. like they're they're juggling work and they're juggling um looking for ministry partners and they're juggling um their own relationship and they're juggling just so many different things and yet they still stayed faithful to to how God was leading them to serve overseas and so yeah if for anyone listening or just anybody that's ever considered or even feel remotely or just like a tiny, tiny bit like, yeah, hmm, international overseas ministry, maybe if that's ever a thing, like I would encourage you to, to listen to the Lord, listen to the Lord, mm. because what are we doing with ourselves if we're not listening um, yeah. to the Lord? So, yeah. And and I think one story that um, from the field, this link staff serving in Romania, Natalie, she um we had like we did a little interview video with her and she was sharing the story of just how um there's like a cultural mis 
in communication. And, you know, she's used to living in the States and we have this weird measuring system that doesn't match up with the rest of the world. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so she had asked for like two, you don't ask for like the weight or you don't ask for the number of like things when you, when you go to the market, the farmer's market and you ask for okay. produce and things, you don't ask for like, Oh, can I have like five tomatoes? You ask for it in weight. And so she was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, try to get two kilograms of tomatoes or something <laughs> like that. And, and she was like, she had no idea what that entailed. Right. Um, like right. we use pounds and we use ounces here. And so it's like, total you know like didn't know what that was and she ended up with like two big old bags of like tomatoes and brought that <laughs> home she had a lot of good stews and soups but it was just like oh my goodness like okay learning the cultural kind of language and it's wow. it's kind of funny to look back but then like she had you know what are you going to do with two big old like bags of tomatoes she made stews and invited students over to help her like learn how mm. to make local meals and you know sharing wow. fellowship and breaking bread and stuff like that so i was like wow what a way to to see god move and and like not get tripped up over like a cultural blunder but use that right for, for yeah. god's glory <laughs> wow that's amazing yeah when when life gives you a lot of tomatoes turn it into <laughs> stew with uh with students like what i mean right. what an amazing moment <laughs> of just like kind of thinking on your feet of here i've sort of made a mistake like it's a mistake that doesn't matter but i did not intend to really get this many tomatoes uh because <laughs> i don't know the ropes of navigating this cultural experience right here and uh and to take that moment and to say okay god can use this uh, like I'm going to invite people over. I'm going to get to know them. I'm going to build relationships. I'm going to learn myself some new recipes and things like that. And to use that moment as an opportunity to just engage with her surroundings. Like that is, that's an amazing story that, uh, that even as I'm listening, I thought it was just going to be, Oh, here's a funny story of something going wrong culturally. And <laughs> ha ha. Uh, but no, here's this moment of turning that into something really, really meaningful. And that's, that's so cool. And Matthew, I, I love that. I love that part of your job, there's many more parts to your job, but I love that part of your job is helping people like Natalie and like this couple that you shared in France, helping them talk through and discern like is this the right next step for me and that you know that you are you play such a pivotal role in people discerning what it looks like to go be a part of ministry in this other space it's sort of like uh it's sort of like the way that we engage with ministry partners that you know they help support the work that we're doing a little more directly more boots on the ground and you know you're not in Romania or France although i'm sure there maybe there'll be opportunities that you go around and you visit some of these uh these link partnerships from time to time i don't know uh but that you get to be somebody that helps other people prepare and be a partner in ministry for discerning like am i going to be the boots on the ground person and that's really cool that you get to do that with people yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all a blessing. It's, I mean, mm. like I said, like I wouldn't have found link if it wasn't for God. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's amazing. I, so then, I mean, Matthew, as you look at the current climate, the work that you all are doing, like, are there, are there some challenges that you consistently come across as you think about 
um, either challenges that people are having in the field or the translation from here to the field challenges that people oftentimes come across. And you've spoken to a few challenges that people experience. But um, yeah, what are what are what are some of the, the the issues that you come across in your work? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> there's um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to name a few, I think um, there's there's definitely like I come across this um, just my own personal experience too. Like hmm. I grew up in in university, you know, like from like 2009, and then been with university since then. So it's kind of like been kind of enmeshed into the university culture um, in in a, in a way in the last decade and a half ish, right? Uh, but like the word about university link is not out there. <laughs> like I, like mm. from my perspective, not like the amount of people that need to know about university link is it's so little. And um, yeah, there's, there needs to be more people that know about university link and the opportunities that are yeah. available to serve. And just even the partnerships that are available, like the God's global church, like that's, you know, it's, it's, it's closer to home than we could think. Than we tend to think sometimes um, it's not just churches that are going on mission trips and connecting with other churches. There's also college ministries that are like spread out across the world that are doing exactly what university is doing here. And, and like, mm. that's, that's pivotal. That's, that's something I didn't have. Um, I didn't know about as, as much. Um, so like one big challenge is just getting the word out there about university link um, and I think once we do that, like that's, you know, we could, we could have conversations and we can have conversations about like missions and cross-cultural yeah. ministry and things like that. Like whether that's serving overseas or even just like, Hey, let's have a conversation about cross-cultural ministry. Like, yes, we interact with like international crossing borders type of cross-cultural ministry, but how can we teach others and equip others, you know, in ways that, um, you could be encountering cross-cultural ministry in your city, in your town, in your college right now, or in your workplace yes. or in your neighborhood. And, you know, how can we help you? How can we use the experiences and the lessons that God's given us to help um, and stuff like that? So I'm just super excited about that. Um, but I think like thinking back to the challenges, it's like, okay, how do we get that in front of people? Right. And how do we kind of, um, get that out there. So that's, that's been a lot of my role, um, in the last year and a half or so getting acclimated to like what's been happening so far. Um, but I think just in addition to that, like to, in order to send folks overseas and, you know, there's, there's a lot of political things that come with that. Mm, um, yes. Just thinking about certain parts of the world right now that, you know, are, um, relatively, politically unstable or there's just things happening in those countries or in those parts of the world that could be a barrier to like somebody uprooting themselves from the United States and, and living in some of these places. Um, and, and so that, that alone, you know, it could be a barrier. Um, some of the difficulties just with travel. Um, yeah, there's like, people that yeah it's like it's it's one thing to be like yeah it's it's hot and humid versus like living in hot and humid <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing to talk about it through a video or like hear about it on the news or talk with somebody um 
or, or visits, you know, or something like that. But when you're, when you're in hot and humid, like for a year, right. And, and it's just different. It's different. So there's just a lot of different things uh, or it might be cold and frigid. <laughs> it might be, you know, like, I'm from Los Angeles. So if any one of those places, I would not be comfortable, <laughs> but, right. you know, it, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, I, I think like, and then even just, I think like the personal spiritual things, right? Like, mm. like, I think we mentioned it, like there's, if God's calling us, are we going to listen and are we going to obey? And are we going to pursue that calling that we feel like God's inviting us to? Um, there's, there's so much like the heart is such deep waters, right? And there's so many voices that we could listen to, um, comfort, contentedness, security, et cetera, mm. safety. But does God call us to any of those things particularly right and i think if we go to scripture right like you said go make disciples of all nations so where is that go right where where is god telling us to go is it to go in the city in our workplace in our neighborhoods Mm -hmm. is it to go overseas is it what's that go for us right and so i think once like if, if we hear from god we need to be ready to go wherever he's calling us uh, whether that's overseas or whether that's locally. Um, and I think like that, I feel like that that might be the biggest barrier. I mean, all these other things, like they're just things. I mean, we talk about Jesus who calmed the seas, right? We talk about Jesus who raised from the dead. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, <laughs> it's these supernatural things. Um, but it's, 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 I, I feel like it's that personal thing. Like the rich young ruler, right? Like he, Jesus said, hey, you go sell all your stuff and then come follow me. We don't know how that story ended, but we can imagine the turmoil, the battle that he was was interacting with in himself. Yeah. So I, wow. I, all that to say, I, I feel like that might be the biggest challenge. As as we're talking, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a that's a huge challenge. <laughs> like it is, it is. I, I mean, it's uh, the the word that comes to my mind as you're talking about that is is just the question of lordship, like that. And that's something mm. that we talk through with students all the time. And it's something that you know, as adult alumni, that we continue to wrestle with. And and you know, lordship in your life that that com- I mean, that's like every part of your life. And it's not just, well, do I go overseas or not? Uh, like us each submitting to the Lordship of Jesus is an ongoing challenge uh, and something that we have to continue working out with Jesus as we walk. And this is one of those things that, yes, could could this be the invitation that Jesus is giving uh, is to is to is to call up Matthew and say, hey, help me help me with this discernment <laughs> process here. And uh, but I, the thing that I really love about what you're talking about with, uh, you know, especially early on, as far as like getting the word out and connecting and discerning this call is that, I mean, we're talking about doing ministry with InterVarsity, this organization that that you already know, that you already love, that you have you already have trust and familiarity with. And as you're discerning whether or not you step into a very unfamiliar place, whether it's for, you know, a six-week GP or if it's for a multi-year link staff experience, like who better to do it with than this organization that you already know and love and is going to be able to contextualize the teaching that you've experienced as a student that you continue to hear through alumni communications and to say like, hey, we've been doing all this other stuff together. Like, let's let's go overseas together. And maybe we stay there. Maybe we don't. But we continue to learn together what cross-cultural ministry looks like on a global scale and just in your backyard. 
And like that feels like a really great entry point to if I feel called, like maybe I feel called into some sort of global missions work. There are countless organizations that you could look into. Why not consider the one that you already have this relationship built with and that you already kind of speak the same language and that can help translate that well for you into this discernment process of, of overseas ministry? Yeah. Very well put. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Well, so Matthew, even in the midst of even in the midst of these challenges that you experience, that you personally experience, that the you know prospective link staff and and GP participants uh, might experience as they're going through these discernment processes, what are the things that give you hope as you do this work with Jesus? Like, what's the stuff that's going on that you look at and you say like? man, this is just what drives me and what makes me so excited to keep doing this with Jesus every day. Yeah, I think what really hits the spot for me is just hearing from IFES people and mm. the impact that Link has, Link staff have on people that they're serving. Um, it, it really is very humbling and it really is very encouraging at the same time too. Um, yeah. So like when we send staff over to other countries and other movements, you know, we don't, we kind of, we go, we try to go humbly, right. And we try to go in a learning posture and we try to go in a serving posture. Right. And we, um, we, we don't go with all the answers on how to develop student leaders and how to lead large groups and stuff. We go saying, Hey, how can we learn? Like, what is God doing on your campus in your context? How can I serve? How can I fit into mm. what God's doing and what you all are like already been partnering with God in on this campus? Um, and so like just hearing from IFES supervisors who like work really closely with link staff and hearing from students and hearing from fellow like national, um, well, it'd be international for us, but local, you know, for wherever the movement is, um, Yes. leaders and student ministers and things like that, like hearing from them and how impactful the role of link staff are, um, is, is just been tremendous. Um, wow. just hearing like just the, the camaraderie, the humility, the lessons that are learned. It's, it's, it's not necessarily like ministry leadership stuff. It's like, it's, 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 it's sort of a, it's, it's like, that scripture that talks about encourage one another daily. It's, it's that lived out. And, and, you know, it's not exactly those words, but it, in the stories that they share, just hearing that it's, it's, that's encouragement. That's hmm. pointing one another, um, spurring one another on to love and good deeds. That right there is, is just, that's, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I, I love that, that, you know, one of the things that really encourages you is, is, I mean, certainly, you know, you've talked about getting to help people make this decision of like, am I, am I called to go or not? But just knowing that their presence, even as they come with like, not really necessarily understanding the context or the culture or how people do ministry in that context, that their presence there and their willingness to come and be a part of it is such an encouragement to the people who are doing it every day. 
And I mean, that's re- what an opportunity like to just be able to go and to be an encouragement to the people who are there day in and day out, month in, month out, covering these huge pieces of territory, like maybe entire countries you're talking about that are just like, it's just me. It's just me. And wow, it's really nice when I get to have some people to rub shoulders with in this with me. And as you were talking even about this humble posture of like coming in and saying, you know, we don't, we don't know how to do this. Teach us because you've been here and you've been doing this. As you say that, I'm like, and that is exactly the posture that we, that's like, it's an example of the posture that we get to bring with us as we approach God and say, like, you've been working in the world since before it started, like since the beginning. And before that you've been present, you've been moving in people's lives. You are the expert in this the context of this world. I'm entering in because you've invited me to be a part of this with you. How can I just be a part of the world changing work that you're doing? And like the invitations that you all are giving and that that local staff are giving as Link comes and joins them, that that's just like this illustration, this really cool illustration of the way that we partner with God every day, whether it's locally or globally, to come in humbly and say, God, you're the expert. What do you want me to do? Like you care more than me. You know so much more than me. Just show me how to partner with you in this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Matthew, you've you've named a few of these things, but I'll I'll just ask the question overtly anyways. Uh, what are some of the threads that you trace back from where you are now and the trajectory that the Lord has you on in this work? What are some of the threads that you trace back to mm. this this history, this ongoing history that you've had with InterVarsity, you know, whether whether it's as a student or as a staff, like what are those things, those threads of formation that have been going on in you as a result of being connected to InterVarsity in this work? There's a couple things that come to mind. First of all, like just relational ministry. Um, I mm. grew up not a social person. <laughs> I grew up super, super <laughs> shy, super, super, like both my parents are very strong introverts. And so it was, it was shocking to me in college when I took the Myers-Briggs and I like got, I scored all the points and I was like completely 100% extroverted. And I was like, that's so strange. Um, but I think just relational ministry is something that like has been a common thread throughout my experience in college with university. And even till today, um, like, like I mentioned, um, I'll shout him out, Steven Villarreal. He was like the intern staff that really, like God used in my life to, to form and shape, um, me, um, that, that relationship, that accountability relationship, um, during that week was just so life-changing that relational ministry right there. And working with international students for the last 10 years has been relational ministry. Mm. A lot of that's been like, yeah, it's, it's totally been relational ministry. So many students, have traveled from their home countries to the U S to study. And, you know, there's, there's literally, it's almost like the opposite of link, right? Um, they're, they're coming over here with no network, different culture, mm. different language, you know, all that different community, different context and all of that stuff. And I was there and our you know ministry was there to support them and to be a home away from home for them. And yes, a place to study the Bible and to learn about Jesus, but a home away from home, regardless whether they chose mm. to follow Jesus or not, whether they chose to, um, you know, change their lives at all. 
um, you know, hey, we're going to talk about Jesus. So and we're going to eat dinner, this good food, and we're going to play some games together and have some fun. And we're going to have genuine conversations with one another about mm. life. Um, yeah, bring your questions. You know, it was, it was very, very, very much so relational ministry. And I, I could see that now with with my role in Link right now, too, as far as it's it's relational. Um, you know, everything from potential Link staff that I talk with to IFES leaders overseas to Link staff, there's there's relationship that needs to happen because there are some very real things that come out when you think about or actually go and live and serve overseas. There's there's real things that come out, um, challenges and just heart things that come out, um, and so having those relational foundations just, are just so helpful. I think to for discipleship, for ministry, and just life overall. Matthew, do you as you think about other alumni who are listening to these stories that we're sharing and and this conversation, do you have um, a word of encouragement for your fellow alumni who are already partnering with the Lord in some way in their context or who are trying to discern like, gosh, how is God inviting me to work with him? Is there a word of encouragement that you would give to other alumni like you as they experience those things? Yeah. I mean, I think my, my encouragement would be to stay in the word, to read the Mm. Bible. Um, I think there's like so many ways, right. That we could be inspired or moved or convinced to do things. Uh, but I I would say, read the Bible, (laughs) just bring it back to the basics. Um, for yourself really though too because i mean as somebody who's like been born and raised in university culture of like you know manuscript study and all the rest right like that's great and that's amazing but if the only time you engage scripture is manuscript study with other people and then you go home by yourself with you and mm-hmm. god behind closed doors and you're not reading scripture yourself what kind of life is that, right? And as an university staff, as somebody who's been through seminary, like if if the only time I'm engaging in scripture is to prep a Bible study or a talk or to write a paper or an assignment, but then I close my laptop and I step away from the podium and what's my life like behind closed doors? Am I engaging with scripture personally? So my encouragement would be to engage with scripture, read scripture, be moved and changed by scripture, be moved and changed by scripture. Um, and, and I think, I feel like that as you journey with God, as you serve, as you partner, as you consider, you know, what are the next steps for your journey with God, whether that's career wise, whether that's ministry wise, whether that's where you live, who you serve, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. My encouragement would be, to be rooted in scripture, no matter what, personally, apart from all the, like, yes, it's good to do Bible studies. Yes, it's good to preach and teach. And yes, it's good to, you know, have spiritual conversations. But are you engaging scripture yourself? Are you engaging scripture yourself? That That's a great exhortation for sure to continue staying engaged in scripture. Uh, absolutely. Um, 
Matthew, last two last two things that I want to know. Uh, one, as people are are listening, if they if they feel like ah something's stirring in me as I hear as I hear Matthew talk about this, um, how can people stay connected with you and with the work that Link is doing, and how can we be praying for you? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested or like want to learn more, you're like, hey, there's something there. I want to. I'd love to talk with you, first of all. <laughs> I love talking with people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that's a gift from God too. Like, I mean, I grew up literally the the most shy person in the room. I was good in school because I didn't want to ask my neighbor for an eraser. That's how shy I was. Like, that's it's just crazy. <laughs> um, but now I just love talking to people. So um, I'd love to connect. Uh, you could find us link.university.org. Look up, you know, find browse and research and all about who we are and stuff like that. There's a next steps tab at the top and, or you can find us on social media, university underscore link. Um, and yeah, you'll find all the different things that, you know, we are doing, uh, hoping to start a podcast soon, just like, and, nice. and, you know, hopefully I'll grow up someday and be like John Steele and have a podcast <laughs> that I'm hosting. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd love to love to connect. And even if it's like, you know, you don't have to be like serious about considering moving overseas. I'd still love to talk with you about, mm. you know, cross-cultural ministry or if there's people that you know who you'd like to connect me with or whatever. I'd just love to network and love to talk with people who about missions, about cross-cultural ministry, um, all the things there. So you can find us link.university.org or social media, university underscore link. And um yeah. How can you be praying for um, for us? Ooh, pray for us. We are, um, pray for us. <laughs> it's, it's a difficult work. It's difficult work. I think mm. personally, there's, you know, there's all the things that we talked about, all the challenges, all the obstacles, all the barriers. Um, our goal is to try and um, hire and send 15 link staff overseas to serve. And so, each year we want to reach that Each goal. Year. Um, okay. And so, yeah, if, if, if you know anybody that is interested or even just considering that option, I'd love to talk with you. And, you know, we have that goal, but honestly, I, I feel like hopefully I've been able to portray <laughs> on this episode so far that it's not the goal. It's, Hey, journey with God. I'm here to help you. And if, mm. if, if things work out great, if they don't, Hey, that's all good. That's all good. Go where God is leading you to go. Like for real though. Uh, so hmm. yeah, if you could be praying for us as we, all the things above, like we, we ourselves need to engage in scripture personally. We are in the midst of all of these things and political situations happening around the world. And just, there's a lot going on in the world. So, you know, supervising staff and sending people and navigating all the the logistics of what it takes to travel overseas or cross borders um, and just interact with like very, very real cross-cultural differences. Um, yeah. Those, those are just real things that, that we deal with every day. So yeah, your prayers are definitely appreciated. Yes. We will make sure that all of those things make it into the show notes. People can be looking and, and praying. And yeah, Matthew, thank you so much for, for joining us today, for sharing about your work and about Link more broadly. And, and I also just really appreciate the invitation that 
the invitation that you offer, which is just say yes to Jesus. And if that's, if that's like, if that's coming and partnering with Link in some way, amazing. That's fantastic. But the most important thing is that people are, are communing with the Lord and asking the question, where are you leading me? What is the yes that you're inviting me to say? And, and just do that, do that, whatever that is. And that is so what we want for our alumni and for anybody else listening to these, these stories that we get to hear. And that's, that's say yes to Jesus in the ways that he is inviting you. And, and, and you're going to be, you're going to be living the good life. It may not be an easy life. It may be in a hot, humid (laughs) space where you don't know how to measure the tomatoes that you're asking for. Uh, but, but it's going to be with Jesus and it's going to be good. So thank you for offering that invitation to us. And for that being like the leading message in this conversation, I, I appreciate that so much. Matthew, thank you for the ways that you're saying yes to Jesus and the invitations that he's given you from all those from all that time back, your freshman year of saying like, I'm going to this school, I'm, I'm moving on. And then Jesus says, Oh, hold on a second. I'd like for you to stay here. And you said yes. And that is so fantastic. Thank you for the ways that you have said yes, and that you continue to say yes. And, in, and for encouraging other alumni like you to do the same. Um, I, I appreciate your story. You've honored us greatly with your story. And, and so thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. It was great to to connect and and share and give glory to God. That's that's what we're here for. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, alumni. Check the show notes for more information about today's guest and for ways that you can be praying for your fellow alum. If you know someone who needs to hear this story, take just a moment to share the episode with them and then be sure to leave us a rating and a review as well. Now go change that world, alumni. Thanks for listening to InterVarsity World Changers. This podcast is brought to you by the InterVarsity Alumni Relations Team, hosted and produced by John Steele, production assistance by Mike Santera, and our theme song is Crazy by InterVarsity alumnus Andy Minio.